This is Scott Vanderplu, and you're listening to the Artist's Edition Index Podcast, Episode 2. Thank you for joining us once again for this Artist's Edition Index Podcast. We are at comicbookdaily.com slash aeindex or now at aeindex.org. The Artist Edition Index is a list of all currently published and solicited Artist Edition format books from all publishers. IDW, Dark Horse, Dynamite, Fantagraphics, Titan, Hermes Press, we've got them all. This podcast looks at the previous month's news, events, shipping changes, Reviews, everything that's happened on the AE index. Let's jump right into shipping changes because this is the last episode of the year, our December episode, and currently we have six artist editions that are on the listed as to be determined. We get our shipping information from Diamond because they're the main distributor of these books. And they switched this year from the format of when they don't know a date of listing to be determined to listing the last Wednesday of the year, which is December 28th. So there are all these books are listed as December 28th, but I have a feeling that's just because they don't know the shipping times. Currently, of those six books, four of them are IDW. These were solicited in the summer because IDW solicits one book a month. Uh, in previous years, they have solicited two in a month, but for 2016, they've solicited one a month. And while they have been shipping, every book has been late. Um, Diamond publishes the previews catalog, which lists books that will be shipping in two months' time. Now, the all these format books, whether it's from IDW, Dark Horse, they all say advanced solicited, and that gives them an extra month. So they're all solicited three months out. And while some of these books have had uh, various date changes in the expectation that they'll publish, uh, currently they're sitting at unknown. Uh, G.I. Joe, Real American Hero Artist Edition, America's Best Comics Artist Edition, Alex Toth's Bravo for Adventure Artist Edition, and now, most recently, Chris Somney's Daredevil Artist Edition. That was solicited uh, earlier, and then it had seemed like it had a firm date of December 7th. But checking Diamond's uh, shipping notice for that date, the book's not listed on there. Also, I checked IDW sh- shipping information to retailers. It's not listed for the 7th or the 14th. So I'm not really sure if we're going to see that book this year. The other holdouts on the list are Frank Thorne's Gita, an erotic treasury archival edition. That's the first volume of this style book that will be coming from uh, Hermes Press. Uh, the website still lists summer of 2016, so obviously that's not happening. Uh, Hermes has, uh, it's a smaller publisher and they have they have a bit of a history of shipping late or quite late. I'm reminded of the uh, Johnny Hazard Sundays, which just solicited a couple years ago and now has been resolicited. Lastly on the list is the Fantagraphics Studio Edition, Hal Foster's Prince Valiant, which is one of the most highly anticipated books, and it's been over a year, and as we talked about last time on the podcast, 
we should see that first quarter next year. They're saying January, February, March, so just look for it in that time frame. Uh, it's, you know, the books are late. Uh, they're expensive. The material has to be gathered, has to be collected, and I'm sure as the publisher gets the word out that they have volume out, you know, they get their pages together, maybe they're missing a few, somebody contacts them and says, hey, I've got a page. Now the publisher waits, they get that other page, and then and so on and so on. For a reader of the books, I mean, I want as many original art pages as possible. I don't know how, or I assume it's different processes that pages come together. I know I've read in different interviews with Scott Dunbeer that he was, as an example for the Enemy Ace Artist Edition, he was uh, scanning other pages, and somebody said to him, hey, did you want to scan these complete Enemy Ace issues as well? And that's how that sort of fell together. But if we look at 2016, um, the publication pace has really slowed down. Uh, we had, I'm just looking at my uh, list of published dates. Uh, I have a list at the bottom of the AE index that lists every artist edition by date. So in January, we had Leave Story Gentleman, Kevin O'Neill Gallery Edition. And then in May, we had Batman Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller Gallery Edition. And then in October, we had Girl Power, Amanda Connor Gallery Edition. So we had three from Graffiti Designs this year. From Dynamite, we had one, Jose Gonzalez's Vampirelle Art Edition, which is amazing. From Dark Horse, we had one Dark Horse book and then one Dark Horse imprint book. And that one Dark Horse book was the this from October. I'm sorry, from November, it was Usagi Yojimbo, The Artist and Other Stories Gallery Edition. And, of course, the Kitchen Sink Books imprint that Dark Horse publishes was Frank Miller's Sin City, The Hard Goodbye Curator's Edition. Uh, of these books, Usagi Yojimbo was the only one that shipped on time, or shipped at least with the scheduled publication date. Uh, Dark Horse seems to maintain that schedule. When they solicit a book, they get it on time. All right, let's move on to solicitations for <coughs> for the December previews catalog. I'm sorry, I have a bit of a cold and a cough there. So um, The only solicitation from the December 2016 previews was Jack Kirby, the Forever People Artist Edition. Let me give you the blurb there. Continuing IDW's year-long celebration of the centennial of Jack King Kirby's birth. Jack Kirby's classic fourth world epic told the story of a group of new gods sent to Earth to oppose Darkseid. Featuring beautiful dreamer, Big Bear, Moon Rider, and others, this was Kirby's take on super-powered flower children. Included in this volume are issues 1, 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8, with nearly all pages scanned from the originals. Presented in IDW's award-winning artist edition format, the next best thing to owning the original art. This initial publication date is solicited for April 19, 2017, which actually is a advanced solicited date of four months from the date, so I was off on that. Uh, it's 12 by 17, it's 144 pages, $125 retail price. A couple notes there. IDW seems to be in the last year uh, soliciting all their artist editions at 144 pages. So I guess they're looking at six issues of a standard comic and some extras. And of course the 
US dollars cover price. This is the important detail. Previously, IDW had a net cost for retailers and a retailer had to pay a certain price and there was no suggested retail. The retailers could charge whatever they wanted. But IDW would solicit the books on their own website and set a retail price. So retailers had to take that cue and put it for the same price. So if IDW is going to do that, why not just set a retail price and then offer a standard discount to retailers like is done common practice through Diamond. So they finally done that. This book will carry $125 US cover price. And because of that set new price, this book has been solicited on Amazon as well. So now instead of just having to get the IDW Artist Editions at your comics retailer, whether in store or online, like in stock trades or cheap graphic novels or uh, Tales from Another World, Amazon is now another player in the game. Uh, Dynamite has been uh, available through Amazon, as has Dark Horse. But this is a new turn uh, since IDW does publish the most of them. Oh, as well, uh, Fantagraphics is listing theirs on Amazon. So at this point, pretty well you can get every publisher on the from Amazon, if you choose. Uh, they don't offer big discounts on these books. Nobody does. The um, Dark Horse offers their standard discount. So that means for a retailer, that's anywhere from uh, 35, I think, to 56% for comic retailers. But uh, Graffiti Designs and now IDW have a set discount level, which is uh, the retailer can only get 35% off, which sounds like a decent amount. But then when you factor in all overhead costs, that doesn't leave much room for discounts. And generally, we only see discounts on these books at holiday times or clearouts. Uh, I've been watching the uh, dark, uh, the Star Wars, uh, what is it, sorry, um, Dark Times Gallery Edition on Amazon.ca for the past two weeks, and its price has been dropping, dropping, dropping. Uh, it's I think it's currently a 37 Canadian. It's crazy. But... That's a book that uh, Dark Horse lost the license for Star Wars and they couldn't sell it anymore. So people who are left with stock are now seem to be clearing them out. I saw them on sale for um, uh, Black Friday sales as well. And maybe we'll see them in Canada for uh, Boxing Day sales. All right, let's move on to sales numbers. And that would be from Diamond for the new book shipping and from eBay for books that are no longer in print. We track both those things on the AE index. Let's look at the diamond sales numbers first. Now because we're talking about, we're recapping November, that means we'd be looking at October 2016 sales numbers. In October 2016, two books were published in the Artist Edition format. Girl Power, Amanda Connor, Gallery Edition, from Graffiti Designs, and Jack Kirby, Commandy, The Last Boy on Earth, Artist Edition, Volume 2, from IDW. Uh, Girl Power sold 369 copies in its first month and came up at number 287 of the top 300 books for sale. Jack Kirby, Commandy, The Last Boy on Earth, Artist Edition, Volume 2, did not show on the list. Uh, the, number, the 300th spot sold 357 units. So we can only assume that that means that Commandy the Last Boy on Earth Volume 2 sold less than that. Now that's not always the case. 
Uh, Diamond does like to list artist edition books um, under their book category sometimes instead of the graphic novel category. I checked the book category as well, and it's not listed there this month. So we can only assume it sold less than 357 copies. Now I looked up uh, Jack Kirby Commanding the Last Boy on Earth Artist Edition Volume 1 from June 2015, and it sold 987 copies. So I find it hard to believe that less than a third of those people who bought uh, Commanding in its first month on Volume 1 went back and bought Volume 2. Volume 2 is really great. It's uh, and There's more original pages than Volume 1, and it's a standout volume, and I highly recommend everybody to pick that up. Interestingly, I don't... Uh, for the DC books, IDW lists the book as Jack Kirby Commandy, or Jack... They don't say Jack Kirby's like they do for their all the other artist editions, especially the Marvel ones. It was Jack Kirby's The Mighty Thor, with the apostrophe S indicating ownership. And possibly DC has an issue with that because the DC ones all say Jack Kirby. Eh, small inflection of grammar there, but uh, it stands out. It's obviously somebody wanted IDW to make that distinction. All right, so sales. Moving on to out-of-print sales, and that's something I track on eBay monthly. I say uh, we when I refer to the Artist Edition Index, but it's more the royal we, because it's just me. Um, I, tr I do all the articles for Artist Edition Index. I track them daily, the solicitation dates. I do all the reviews. Uh, I purchase every book myself. I've never received a book for free from the publisher. I'm <laughs> not saying I'm not willing to do that, but uh, it's, all, uh, it's all me. So let's look on to uh, those back sales. Um, surprising the numbers uh, month to month. This month, um, the highest number of books sold were two. And uh, the big, I, I think the uh, the ones that constantly are in demand are David Mazzuchelli's Daredevil Born Again Artist Edition because there's only been one print, and two of those sold for an average of one hundred sixty-five dollars. Uh, Marvel covers artist edition, which there's you know obviously volume two's come out, but volume one, which had a second print, and uh, the second print is still available. But the first print went for 129.95 on average for the two that were sold. And Mike Mignola's Hellboy and Helena other stories artist edition, two of those sold for an average of 166.25. As well, here's Starenko Nick Fury Agent of Shield artist edition, which has a second print available. But that first print, two of those sold for an average of 163.97. And the Wally Wood EC Stories Artist Edition, none sold of the first print, but for the second print, one sold for $260. I don't know what the differentiation is. Are people buying the second prints um, for more money because they like the cover? Not really sure. The uh, David Stevens, the Rocketeer Artist Edition, of course, has two prints. Uh, the one of the first prints sold for 14050. And uh, IDW actually has, uh, even though I don't track artisan editions on the Artist Edition Index because they're not uh, books of original art size, they're uh, reduced art size. I do list them under uh, other very uh, the variant category, but uh, they've just solicited uh, an eight by twelve inch 
So we'll see if that uh, reduces the demand for the original or increases it. We'll have to watch it over the next coming months. Moving on to reviews. I reviewed two books this month. Uh, you saw Ujimbo, The Artist and Other Stories Gallery Edition. That's the new book for the month. And I did a past book of Jack Davis's EC Stories Artist Edition. For the Artist Edition Index, uh, as I said, I own all of them. And I've been trying to do all my reviews of them, which is slowly taking care of my backlog. I'm almost complete. I think I have four left to go. As well, in that process, I'm going back and updating my photos. Uh, I had some trouble with uh, photos, natural light, uh, taking pictures. I'm not a professional photographer in any way. I use my iPhone for all the pictures. But uh, I found a good spot with decent light and in a hallway. <clears throat> and uh, over the last few months, uh, I used a standard background. I did a piece of brown shipping paper, and I lay the book on that. So I have a standard background. I have a good, fairly good source for light. Camera, t uh, my phone takes fairly good pictures. So I've been updating the pictures on the reviews as well. On the AE index, if you see an older book with a star beside the review, that indicates that I've updated the photos. And when I started doing the reviews, I would I would show pages from the book, but that would be from solicitations. And I normally show four or five. And uh, I've increased that. Now I'm showing 15 to 30, depending on how many pages the book has, how many photos I'm taking. And all my photos now for the reviews are the, just the book open. And you're seeing just the book as it is. I think those are more successful <coughs> than past attempts. So let's take a look at that first review. You saw Ujimbo, the artist and other stories gallery edition. Here's the blurb from the publisher. Stan Sakai's masterwork has had many incarnations, but none so stunning and absolute as this, the Usagi Ujimbo Gallery Edition. This second volume includes eight complete, breathtaking stories, scanned from the original artboards and reproduced at actual size and in full color, making it the ultimate collector's edition. Collects original art reproductions of Usagi Ujimbo issues 65, 74, to 75, 93, 103 to 104, 116, 123, and 141, and The Artist from Dark Horse Presents, Volume 2, 35 to 36. Stan Sakai's original art, reproduced at original size and in full color, includes the Eisner-nominated stories Usagi and the Tenju and the Death of Lord Hikiji. This was released on November 9th by Dark Horse. It's 12 by 17 inches, 240 pages, and $125 US. It is available from all online sellers and as well as your local comic shop. Also included in the book, not listed in that solicitation, is the second part of the How I Draw Usagi story from Amazing Heroes, which was uh, Fantagraphics magazine. And Usagi Jimbo began at Fantagraphics. For its, if, you're, if you're collecting it, it's the first seven volumes where Fantagraphics, and that's been collected in a hardcover slipcase and then a softcover slipcase <coughs> after that first went out of print. Uh, all these, except for that first story, are from Dark Horse, and they are more recent stories. Uh, he's had a good long run at Dark Horse, but um, these are from 2003 to 2014, and that Amazing Heroes story is from 1991. 
Um, this book is really stunning, but I'm a big fan of Stan Sakai and his artwork, <clears throat> and I think he does an excellent job. He draws it, he letters it, he doesn't color it. He does color some of his covers, but Tom Luth does the coloring. Uh, there is some color in this book, uh, not in the edition, not in the story pages, but in the gallery we get to see some paintings uh, that were used in the story of the artist. So that's nice. Um, there's not a lot of standout artist edition sort of things we come to expect from these comic pages. Uh, Stan Sakai seems to work very cleanly. Uh, there's no whiteout. Um, there's no margin notes. It's it's a one-man show, so he's not making notes to himself on the pages. Uh, the art is clean. It's gorgeous. But it really does just look like a larger version of what you see in the book. I've been uh, buying the Usagi Jimbo sagas, the hardcovers, and uh, really enjoying those stories. That's collecting all the Dark Horse material. And when you compare it to this, it's these just look like larger versions. Now, having said that, I like large books, and I like to get the best size available where I can admire the art, and that is no question. These artist edition format books. Um, these are unique, these Usagi Jimbo volumes, because it's a selection of stories. It's not chronological. It's just, I'm not sure who's picking the stories. Hopefully it's Stan Sakai where we've just got a collection of stories from a time period. That's a, I mean, this is a big, term. this material scans 2003 to 2014. So we got an 11 year span of stories and it's a good selection. Interestingly, they, they don't all contain Usagi. Three of them have other characters in them. One is Jen and then there's a two-parter with, um, uh, I forget the priest's name, but he becomes a demon. Great stuff. It's the standard uh, Dark Horse production, and really that's the entire Artist Edition format production, where the book uses a heavy matte paper stock, is a sewn binding, is a hardcover, and ships in a cardboard case. Um, Dynamite doesn't shrink wrap. IDW had some shrink wrapping issues, but they now all the rest are shrink wrapped, including IDW. That's the, that's the production. These are the highest production levels that you can imagine in the book. Um, I've only seen a few printing errors here and there. And they're very few and far between. If you are a fan of, of Yusagi Jimbo and Stan Sakai, I recommend you pick up this volume. Now let's take a look at a, the historical review that I did this month. And that is Jack Davis's EC Stories Artist Edition. Here's the publisher's blurb. Jack Davis is one of the founding fathers of EC Comics. He is a master of horror, humor, and nearly every other genre EC published. Aside from his work at EC, Davis is one of the most prolific and popular commercial artists of all time. His instantly recognizable style has graced covers of Time Magazine and TV Guide, as well as movie posters and stamps. Jack Davis's EC Stories Artist Edition presents a beautiful selection of some of Davis's best and most memorable stories, such as Foul Play and an extensive color gallery, and all at the same size as originally drawn. This book was published in May 1st, 2013. It is 15 by 22 inches and 144 pages, 
see there's that page count again and was solicited with a suggested retail price of 125 US it's available um, from eBay uh, things from another world online comic sellers this is a continuingly series actually um, if you remember last month uh, it was a Reed Crandall's easy stories uh, solicited so that they're continuing this on and it's a collection of this artist's work for EC. Interesting thing about this is it's broken up by genre. So the book has a table of contents for each genre, and it's uh, the first. It begins with the horror stories. That's the most. It's got two, four, six. It's got ten horror stories, and then you move on to uh, the next section, which was um, the war stories, and that's got five war stories. And then you have other stories, and you have four other stories, and those are, you get a science fiction, um, I don't know, I think one's from Valor, so it's a bit, bit of a mix. And then you get the last, the cover art gallery, and there's two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, thirteen covers. Now, I actually, uh, I held off reading this book because I'm not a fan of uh, horror in general. And the book seemed heavy with horror. And so I put it aside. And then as I'm going through the artist editions, I'm uh, trying to do these reviews. I actually didn't pick this book up when it was uh, published. I picked it up at a Boxing Day sale um, two years ago. So I got a significant discount on it, and that's one of the reasons I held off on it. Now, reading it, uh, I did enjoy some of the stories. I, I do enjoy the uh, <clears throat> the war stories were excellent. It was a really great story with about uh, a slave and Abraham Lincoln. That was great. There's some uh, some Indian stories. There was a story about a, a jeep. <clears throat> there was one about a cowboy. Uh, and then the, the science fiction stories were really great. Barrier was, I really enjoyed that. And it's... Um, when you look at a book this size and when you look at the artist and the detail that was put in, uh, I have yet to be uh, blown away by these EC volumes. It doesn't matter if you had a preconceived notion about the artist or if you thought, ah, I'm not crazy about him, as I did with, these, with Jack Davis. The skill level and what was presented at these pages is, 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 is really is breathtaking. I mean, the, you've got the Russ Cochran uh, slipcase hardcovers from the 80s. That's probably your best source outside of these because they were scanned from the original art. But the absolute best way to view this EC material is in these EC stories, uh, artist editions, and I hope IDW keeps it rolling. Uh, they've done two of the best ofs, and I certainly hope we see more best ofs. But, uh, I mean, we've had a good selection, and I, I hope they keep going. Um, this book is... Uh, is really the same standard quality that we come to expect from IDW especially. Uh, it's a bit older, like I said, 2013, so at that point the binding was fairly tight and pages didn't sit too well open. Uh, I don't know about everybody else, I sit with these books on a table and I read them. Sometimes I prop them up for the angle, sometimes I just pour over them at the table, but I mean they're <clears throat> at this size, uh, that's a, 15 by 22 is too big even for my lap. But, uh, you know, when you get into this, take a look at my review. Um, a 
comicbookdaily.com slash aeindex or aeindex.org. Check the review section. and ch- I mean, the when you open the cover section and you hit that first cover, that frontline combat cover, it is so stunning. Just the level of detail and the draftsmanship that's shown. Is, oh, it's gorgeous. These, uh, these certainly are a treasure. And uh, as I said, I'm trying to do my backlog of uh, things I haven't reviewed. Uh, that wraps it up for this month. Look for the next <clears throat> AE Index podcast to appear the first week of actually maybe the yeah the first week of uh, January. And I just like to note that on January first, our uh, awards, the uh, Dunbeer Awards, will go up live. So I'd like encourage everybody to go online to my site and vote. That's listing every book that was published in 2016. Now this Dunbeer Awards were began on the Marvel Masterworks fan site, uh, Yuku message boards. Uh, there's an active community there, and I encourage anybody who's interested in artist editions to go on that community and check it out. But that was uh, that was done last year. That was done in 2015, and it was a uh, it was voting on every artist edition format book that had been published to date. I love the idea. I refine the categories a bit, and I'm only I'm going to do it annually, only on what's published. So as I say, look for that. That will go live January 1st. Right now, Chris Somney's Daredevil uh, artist edition is on there, but. Uh, I'm really hoping it does get published this month. Otherwise, it will be removed. So please visit us, comicbookdaily.com slash aeindex or aeindex.org. And thank you for listening.